Nation. What's trending? All right, let's check in on the hot topics. Trending, trending, trending. Number one on what's trending. We found out last night when Travis Kelsey was on Jimmy Fallon that Kelsey's going to be hosting SNL coming up on March the 4th. Uh, Feral Fallon um, kind of guy growing up. And, um, yeah, I used to watch Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live with my mother. And um, it's, a, it's an absolute honor and a, and a privilege to be uh, hosting SNL March 4th. I think he's going to be fantastic. And I think all of Kansas City, of course, will be watching. The ratings are going to be massive that Saturday night uh, for Kelsey. Because as we were talking with Pete Sweeney, who knows who's going to stop by, too. And there's, there's a lot of material they can work with, I feel like. More than enough. Like I told you, the one skit I definitely wanted something with the mayor, but a catching Kelsey catching one Kelsey. would be very good. I feel like a Sadekis appearance is on the table. I'm really looking forward to it three weeks from now. Next up on Watch Training, it sure looks like Eric Bieniemy is likely heading out of town and heading to go be the offensive coordinator for the Washington Commanders. While not official, Eric Bieniemy is on his second interview. So, like, he's staying for a second day. All the reports from national reporters and local guys alike are saying it sure feels like this deal could be done as early as today. Looks like Eric Bieniemy might finally make the step of, I guess I have to go somewhere else, even though I've accomplished everything in the world here in Kansas City. It definitely feels like at this point I'd be stunned if he doesn't end up the Washington Commander's offensive coordinator. It does feel like this thing is going to happen, as you said. And, uh, you know, we've, we've gone over it quite a bit about the path to get here and, and why is he having to take this job. Um, I, I think at least with Ron Rivera, I mean, you talk about a respected head coach uh, that you get to work under. It's it, there probably would put him towards the top of the list of if you're someone on his staff yeah. uh, of who you want to work with. However, I still question your quarterback, man. It might be Sam Howell. That's tough. I mean, if you if you get that offense revved up with Sam Howell, then how on earth are you denying a head coaching gig? Uh, it's crazy. It's already been happening. But we'll keep an eye on that. If any news comes out of D.C. Uh, as well, we'll make sure we get to that here on Cody and Gold. Next up on what's trending, some contracts being reworked in the NFL. Running back Aaron Jones has reworked his deal. He's going to stay with the Green Bay Packers. They reworked it to make it to where his number goes from $16 million to $11 million this next season. So Aaron Jones staying there. Now Aaron Jones doesn't know if his quarterback's going to be Aaron Rodgers or not, as Aaron Rodgers is currently right in the middle of his darkness retreat which uh we were talking about this yesterday uh, that i so guess weird, he's having man. it videotaped as well like he has some there's sh- what there there's some crew i guess with him for this so yeah yeah he might officially be too weird to take a chance on i know that you I really mean, want a quarterback from new york he might be he might officially have crossed over into two I, I mean if i'm the jets i'm still taking it a chance. i got nothing to lose if i'm the jets how are you gonna have a video crew if you're doing a darkness retreat how are they gonna night vision. Uh, sure no i mean seriously that's probably what it is it's a terrible idea Agreed. He well, should. the whole darkness thing seems like a terrible idea anyway. The, the second he said that they feed you your slot through a hole, I'm like, you're talking about prison. You are describing the hole in prison, and you do not want to be in solitary confinement. Every mental health study ever has proven that that to be the At case. least in prison, you get light. Yeah. Sometimes. Next up on what's training the Saints, Alvin Kamara is amongst four players to be indicted in an assault case that took place just a few months ago. By the way, one of the other four players included in that indictment, Chris Lamont, who you might Cincinnati remember Bengals. was with Cincinnati, Cincinnati Bengals, Chris Cincinnati, Lamont. That Cincinnati Bengals, Chris Lamont. Or former Chiefs, depending on how you look at it. But either way, he's amongst four. That'll be really interesting for Kamara, who 
Obviously, he's already playing a very volatile position who wouldn't have a much of a market anyway. But now he's being indicted for assault and battery. I know it's probably like that's not going to keep him out of the NFL, but it's still something worth monitoring in the NFL offseason. That's for sure. Next up, a little bit of news just now from Mike Garofolo of NFL Network. He says the Jets will host former Raiders quarterback Derek Carr for a visit this weekend. So Derek Carr going to be in New York. This is the second team Carr has visited with. He had previously visited with the Saints when there was still a chance of a trade happening. Now we know Derek Carr was actually cut earlier this week. He is a free agent. He can go anywhere he wants. Uh, and he's going to at least uh, take a little visit to the Jets to see maybe what kind of interest there is there, what kind of deal they could work out. And uh, the Jets, one of the favorites to land his services. Although if I'm the Jets, he's like my third option. I'm waiting to find out about Rodgers. I'm waiting to find out what happens with Lamar. And then if I don't feel confident about pulling the trigger on that, then uh, perhaps I go ahead and, and sign Derek Carr. Plus, what's his record in cold weather again? He struggles in cold weather. Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's like, a, I know that's a upgrade, stupid though. thing, but like we're talking about like windy cold weather in New York. I don't know if Derek know. Carr is your like, well, that's your best option. It's definitely a, a huge upgrade, though, if that's who they end up. Signing. Sure. And they were a team that certainly was more than viable and has a ton of talent. But I just don't know if Derek Carr solves all the problems. I'm sure who's ever coaching there in New York would much prefer that Robert option. Sala versus the other. I, I was trying to get their offensive coordinator, I guess. But. Oh, they just fired the one and they brought yeah. they, and I oh, couldn't remember Nathaniel they, Hackett, remember? Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They hired Nathaniel Hackett. I was like, they got rid of the floor and I can't remember who the offensive coordinator is. Nathaniel Hackett. That's How the right. hell could it I have forgotten Hackett. that? It is Hackett. Good times. <laughs> That's what's trending here on Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you. Jed Marshall in for Nick today. I uh, hope everybody's having a fantastic Friday. It looks like uh, it's going to be a beautiful weekend in Kansas City. Maybe a chance for everybody to kind of settle back in and relax a little bit after what has been a wild ride for the last month in particular. Uh, but certainly last weekend maybe was a stressful one for people gearing up for the game, Super Bowl parties and all of that, and, and the parade this week. And anyway, hopefully everybody has a great weekend. And some of you, uh, if you're fortunate enough to have Monday off as well, hopefully a long weekend for some of you as well. When we think of the Super Bowl titles in the Chiefs franchise history, all three of them, each game had a memorable name, a, ne- a memorable play, right? We, of course, know 65 Toss Power Trap from the first Super Bowl. We all know Jet Chip Wasp from Miami in Super Bowl 54. And then the, the play that seems to be getting the recognition this go around is a play called Corn Dog. Now, the name, funny, great. Great uh, name. Andy's explanation for it, great. Perfect. The play itself, though? It's not nearly as uh, iconic as the other two in terms of what the play actually was. Don't you agree? Like, Here's it seems my... like it's the third of the, th- it's a third play and it is the third play. I don't think it deserves to be in the conversation with the other Ooh, two. Not at all. Really? Correct. But it was a, you don't, you don't think it's on like on that list? Though? I think it's unfortunately, I think unfortunately this Super Bowl didn't have a defining play. Mm. I think it would have been got to catch them all. From right, the Pikachu right. formation, uh-huh. had that play <laughs> actually hit, that was the one, man. That was the play. Corn Dog just has a cool name. It's not nearly as big as, as Toss Power Trap. It's not nearly as big as Jet Chip Wasp. Those plays at the moments in when they occurred had more weight, felt more difficult, felt more important. Um were cooler well, they were in the cooler. way that they were designed I mean, and executed and everything else. It's those two, and then Corn Dogs a third. Corn Dog's a cool name, but I feel like its inclusion in these three 
There was a touchdown involved. I know, but it doesn't have to always be a touchdown. Like, Jet Chip Wasp was not a I touchdown. Know, that is the defining play it is. And Jet, of the Super Bowl three years Jet ago. Chip Wasp was memorable just because it was, you know, we also, maybe we'll find out when we have more of the mic'd up stuff and it'll change it. Jet Chip Wasp also, it's great because we all know there's the sound bite of Mahomes saying, do we have we have time to run Wasp? And that that was this, you know, that, that also added to the story uh, and, and, and luster around that play. And we we haven't had that yet, but I, I think of the three plays. Yeah, it's the I hate to even say it, like it's the worst of the three. It's um, the worst of the but, three. Uh, that's how spoiled we are. That's how plays. we are. How spoiled we are now. I, I get what you're saying. I really do. I think it still is like it is still the play that uh, name wise we're going to remember out okay, of it. So but maybe not the actual play design. Name wise because saying. it's the only one that they really named. Yeah. Other, those are the only two that they named. The one that was incomplete. I mean, they might have named another, but they were called Pikachu Formation and and, I mean, and Corn Dog. They have memorable names. Yeah. Jet Chip Wasp, if it was an incomplete pass, is not a memorable name. It is memorable because of its moment. Right, to me, a touchdown in corn. I mean, corn dog was a touchdown. I understand. To me, still the defining play of the. I think there are two defining plays of the Super Bowl. Is in those are the plays that I will immediately remember. Let's call it like the Patrick Mahomes touchdown run against or against Tennessee. Right for any particular game, what is the defining moment of a playoff game that stands out to you? For the first Super Bowl run in the Houston game, it's the for me, it's the it's the punt. You know, the punt stoppage by yeah, Dan Sorensen, yeah. the fourth down. For the, the Tennessee game, it's the run. It's Jet Chip Wasp for the Super Bowl. In this Super Bowl, I think for me, it's the Kadarius Tony return. I think it is the single most defining play for me, or the Nick Bolton scoop and score, but there was so much I mean, the game. Mahomes, the Mahomes 26 yard run. Or the Mahomes 20. Like those to yeah. me were all more important plays at the time they happened, even. Then corn dog. I know corn dog was a touchdown. Someone says, I this understand it's an important play. Someone says from the text line, nine one three five eight six seven six ten. Don't forget about the church mode play where McKinnon went down to the goal line, not to score props to him, had to take some major self-control. I mean, that was a massive play because you, know, you give Jalen hurts the ball back with a decent amount of time. Who knows how that thing goes? Because I'm still convinced. I think you and I talked about this in the stands when we were there uh, on Sunday. If the Eagles would have got the ball back and scored Cody, they were going to go for two. And I don't think the Chiefs would have got the stop because they would have gone they with the QB sneak. sneak. Which, by the way, uh, we can talk about this later. It sounds like the NFL is going to look at that and maybe ban that play, which I actually think that's the correct decision. Why? Yeah, so I, I, think, feel, I hate when they ban plays one year after people found a competitive advantage. Yeah, so I don't, everyone can it's, run it. It's, it's not, not a, just for the Eagles. It's not literally a, anyone can do. You it. You want to know what it is? It's not. It, we're talking about making the product aesthetically pleasing. It is not an aesthetically pleasing play to see four guys huddled up next to each other and pushing for a half inch. That's not an aesthetically pleasing play. That's, I think, they're going to be their reasoning and logic. They're trying to aesthetically pleasing and and highlight the quote-unquote athleticism of the league. That's not something that's, by the way, Dean Blandino, basically, I'm echoing almost exactly what Dean Blandino said because he was asked about that, former NFL official. So I think that's why. Um, it has nothing to do with just the fact that the Eagles use it against Kansas City. It's just not like it's not it's a boring play to watch. Now, maybe if you're an offensive lineman, you love it. Like Mitchell Schwartz might actually love the play. I don't know. McCarrington can ask him. Like, Jason Kelsey certainly likes it when he talked course. about it on the podcast. If I'm an offensive lineman, I probably love it. Love it. Guaranteed success. A, a fan from from a fan viewpoint. It's just not a aesthetically pleasing play. That's all. I do. I, the text line, by the way, surprisingly agrees. Um I the the corn dog they is used just a fun to, they name. Used to, they it's used not. To, they used to ban that play, by the way, and then oh, they know. allowed it again. But and now they're going to be like, hey, maybe we should have not had it this entire time. Jed, do you think corn dog is the defining player? Do you think it has a funny name? 
I think it just has a funny name. I'm yeah. I'm like you guys. I think that maybe the Kadarius Tony, just because it was the longest punt return in Super Bowl yeah. history, in addition to the fact that it was an off-season move, I mean, we've highlighted what Brett Beach has done and all the great work. I mean, that's another un, unsung move, I guess. So I think that's the defining moment. I just, yeah, I just, I can't. Like, I don't want to Do hitch like, my wagon to corn dog. Do I don't you like, want, like corn dogs anyway. Corn dogs, I think, stink. What? Yeah. Okay. Look, I'm not willing to go that far. Corn I don't dogs like stink. The breading. The breading. The breading's like hot, the best part. I like hot dogs. I'll just have a regular hot dog, please. Wow. I don't want a. I don't want a steamed hot dog that is wrapped in breading. So you don't like hot dogs either? No, I just told you I like hot dogs that are grilled, not okay. boiled, or steamed, whatever they do. Dude, corn dogs are great. I'm pro corn dog. Yeah, yeah. I think you're, that you're in the minority, th- Alex. I probably we know the food takes. I'm never in the majority opinion on my food takes. We know this. We've done this long. Yeah, ago. but dude, a nice dog grilled like hot dog. Alex. A, grill, a grilled hot dog is with great. some tortilla chips. I can't wait mm. to get out to Kauffman Stadium here in two months and be sitting at the ballpark on a nice Thursday afternoon. Frankly, when the show gets over about an hour early and Cody and I can go out there, Cody might be in the crown seats. I'll just be in the normal seats and I'll be eating the hot dog and having I a always boulevard. Had the crown seats at one I'll be, time. Having a, I'll be having a boulevard weed. I got my friends texting me now saying, what's wrong with you? Corn dogs are the best. Dude, corn dogs I, are great. Yeah, yeah. Great food. Look, they're not good in, I'll say this. They're not good as a frozen food item, I don't think. Like, I don't think they do as well versus like if you just go to like Sonic or something and get a corn dog. I, I feel When's like the last time somebody you had, had to get dog? like an affair uh, inside the last couple of months. Really? Where? Like, you made them yourself or what? No, I probably like, got them with the kids at Sonic. Like sometimes, Sonic? It, sometimes Sonic has them for like a buck, and I'll yeah. just like take the kids and we'll go get a corn dog. I get it. People that go to like the state well, fair happy and hour. stuff love the corn dogs. I just, yeah, never been a big fan of the corn dogs. But uh, hot dogs, 100%. We're, we, we're good with the hot dogs. We've discussed that before. Someone says, give me a thousand burnt grilled dogs before they'll touch one perfectly cooked corn dog. Corn dogs are trash. We found you found some, the found one person. This is what you always accuse me of. Oh, no, I got you found the one. only oh, person on the entire uh, text line who doesn't like says, corn dogs. Someone else says, I'm with gold. Very anti-corn dog here. Hot dogs are better. Someone says, also, corn dogs are disgusting. Preach it, gold. Well, we're coming in strong now. Dude, just, oh, every there's like 50 split, other texts like, you're insane. Someone says, hate to break it to you, gold. The hot dogs are the K are boiled. They are boiled or steamed. I know. I know. It's still there's something about the hot dog at a baseball stadium. It tastes a thousand times better. That exact same hot dog in Cody's backyard, not nearly as good. There's something about being at the ballpark on a nice afternoon, cracking some peanuts, and yeah, and like and hot hearing dog. the sound of the bat and the ball and the glove, all of it. Probably doesn't taste as good in Cody's backyard because you know it's grilled, not boiled. Well, the, the Cody's backyard also. I got to be worrying that a tree is going to fall on me and kill me. That that might be a concern too. You know, tree, trees tend to fall in his backyard. Uh, my friend Herbie Tiopi, who writes for the Kansas City yeah. Star, he owns his own roller grill machine. Now that's next level. <laughs> that's next level. So like you talk about like the, like that, you know, like you know, like you're hitting up Quick Trip or you're hitting up like a concession stand at like a, a little <laughs> league ballpark. He's got his own. That's I've ins- seen it in action. He's got his own roller grill machine to serve us hot dogs for his house. That's impressive, actually. You like toasting, the, like toasting the bun, though, too, right? You got to put that on. Yeah, you got to toast the bun. Text line's also saying you realize that the ones you probably got at Sonic are frozen. Is what you said? I think you said you didn't. I'm like saying it. like from a, a like a frozen food at home standpoint. Mm, mm. I don't think it works to get the like State Farm brand corn dogs or whatever. I don't think they. I don't think they turn out well at home. I think they're better. Uh, the text like line better in other uh, locations. Love the text line. I love you guys. I really do. This is the most active the text line has been in the last <laughs> five days, including the day after the Super Bowl, is when we're getting in a deep discussion about whether or not corn dogs Look, are a good food or not. 
We can, I mean, look, we, we talked about the play, the corn dog play. It's time to talk about the food angle here. We can't mention corn dogs without talking about the item, the food corn it's dog. Good point. But this is why I think it's the one play. People <laughs> are going to, they're going to toss this one in there like 30 years from now. They'll be like, hey, what was the corn dog play? I'd be like, I, the guy motioned and was open. Like, it's not even going to be like, oh, why? It's not like Mahomes asked if he had time. He faded back. He threw a ball that seemed like it was in the air for 50 years before hitting Tyree Kill. No. Play it's just gave be him like, a lead, man. It was a pretty normal play NFL him, play. Play gave him the lead, though. I know. Well, that led to him a victory. I just. It's fine. <laughs> it wasn't the defining moment of the play. It just has the funniest name. That's it. And it's not even the coolest name. It just has a funny name. Because if it had a name like. If it had a name, like a normal football play name, like mm-hmm. Jet Chip Wasp or, pot, or or Toss Power Trap, if it had that, right? If it had that kind of name, I, I don't think it would be sticking here. I just want to make that very clear. If it just had like a normal, like it was, you know, ZY, you know, it doesn't matter, right? If it was ZY forward, right. yeah. no one no one would uh. talk about this play when he'd be on a t-shirt. It's just because it's named Corndog. That's it. That's its only appeal. Do you think Andy Reid's ever had a play called Cheeseburger? Yes. Why have we not? Why do we not know about this? I feel like that has to be a, a marquee well, maybe play. Didn't, maybe it didn't work. It's got to be a marquee play. Mm-hmm. Cheeseburger. Hmm. Interesting. Someone okay. says air dry. I'm assuming they mean air fry, but it says air dry. I'm, again, I'm pretty sure they mean air fry. The corn dog gets it close to Sonic. They say. Hmm, interesting. I don't have an air fryer, so you really. I'm stunned by that. I have one. Yeah, but I just and I use I it. I use it <laughs> I just once. Cook food. I in use my house. it. Yeah, air fryer is very common, though. I mean, that's a lot of people have air fryers. Yeah, an air fryer will change your life, Cody. It's change the best. my life. No, absolutely, I especially only, for leftovers and stuff like that. I oh. rarely, I rarely use it, but it is great. So, like if you want to put in some mozzarella sticks or something. So it's tough. I, I have to. Tr- I don't know how much Jed cooks, so this is tough. I know you don't, so I don't feel like I can trust your opinion. And a good friend of mine, uh, Nathan, who works at Gan Asphalt and Concrete. He likes to cook quite a bit, cooks frequently. He says trash. He says, don't get an air fryer, worthless. So am I to trust him, a person who cooks and whose endorsement I trust or yours? Jed, how much do you cook? I cook a fair amount. I'd like to think that I'm a pretty good cook. Okay. And you're saying? I would say get an air fryer. I think that kind of like Gold was saying, it's not necessarily something you're going to use every day, but for certain things, like I said, do you ever get fries from like a restaurant and take them home? You put them in the oven? Not very good. You put them in the air fryer, boom. Life-changing. Now that's where I'm different. We, I, I get criticized for this all the time. I'm terrible about leftovers. I really just don't do them. So I wouldn't. That would not be. I couldn't answer that question. Not even an air fried leftover. You're not even giving it a chance. Here's what's bad. I've told you. Even when I grab leftovers, Cody, a lot of times it ends up just sitting in the fridge and I forget about it, and then I end up throwing it away. I'm like, ew, this has been in there for four or five days. I'm like, that probably should be in trash. You don't get into your fridge for four or five days. Don't well, you just, open I, it and see it? And you're like, oh, I'm going to eat that. We've talked about this. My fridge currently consists of, in fact, I need to go run to this. He's blaming his parents. He thinks it's his parents' fault that he doesn't eat leftovers because they also don't. He yeah, blamed childhood. Growing up, we never had leftovers. <laughs> um, so in my fridge right now, it's a water pitcher. How, and, what and was some, it like being rich? Bit, it's not, it's <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Never having to eat leftovers, Jed. That's not, that's not what it is at all. I mean, I grew up in Johnson County and went to Blue Valley High School. <laughs> We ate leftovers all the time. Yeah, that's just, yeah, that's, that's nothing to do with being wealthy or not. Sure. But uh, anyway. Good. You, you didn't get the starving kids talk, huh? You guys didn't get that? The starving kids talk. You never got the, like, you have to eat this. There are starving kids in other countries oh, who would love this food. Everybody's parents joked about that, yeah. I guess you didn't take it to heart. <laughs> this is why Gold eats out. In fairness, he doesn't create a lot of leftovers. So his yeah. lack of eating them is because they're simply not created due to the fact you cook, what, once a month? 
How often do you say you could? Is that too often? What's a month? Here's the great thing. Here's the great thing. Football season is over. That part's not great, but it means the weekends are a little more free, and the weather's going to hopefully warm up in about two months, and that means we're going to go ahead and take the cover off the grill. And so when it's nicer weather, Cody, the answer to your question is is more frequent because I will will actually grill some chicken. You guys make fun of me for putting two chicken breasts on the grill. For some reason, you think I got to cook eight of them at once and then save them. I'll put two grilled chicken breasts on the grill, and I'll have have a nice dinner off of that. So, yeah, now that the weather's getting better. Someone so, couple. Grew, someone says gold grew up on the snobby Olathe side. I actually have never lived in Olathe in my life. Thank you very much. It's right on the border, though. Very never close. lived in Olathe. I went to Olathe schools, but I never lived in the city of Olathe. I've lived in Overland Park, like my entire life, outside of living outside of the state. But you went to Olathe schools? Yeah, there's not an. You're o- right there's, not a, the there's not an Overland Park school district. It's either Blue Valley or Olathe Shawnee Mission. or Shawnee Mission. But there's not an Overland Park school district. It doesn't exist. Hmm. All right. Well, good, we've good, really covered some stuff. Good today. talk here. We really, really covered some stuff. Someone today. says air fry the chicken breast. That's a different flavor, a different pr- flavor profile. I want the grilled taste. Well, now we're just air frying in anything? Yeah, I want the grilled taste. Grilled chicken breast is way better to me Someone than air says, frying. I it. use the air fryer daily more than a microwave. I only use my microwave twice a week. I don't know. I, you know, like, I don't use the microwave all that often. Just food gets cooked. <laughs> I use microwave to heat up the leftovers. That's about it. Two, three times a week, maybe. Jet's shaking his head. How often do you use your microwave? Probably daily. You know, coffee or what? Food? Yeah, generally food. I don't know. I'm a big fan of microwave popcorn, so I make a lot of that. Uh, okay. But yeah, absolutely. I think there's definitely a reason to use a microwave. You just at don't least stop popcorn. Day. No, that's too much work. Too much work? I've it's... told you our house is falling apart. I don't want the <laughs> stove Jet, to catch on Jet fire. Currently... What is the update, by the way? What's the, what's the plumber update? I haven't heard anything really back from Lean. She did say uh, that the reason why it's only $9,000 is because the people put $4,000 into this thing that they didn't fix. Uh, also, good news is uh, Lean's car battery also died, so that was good. Jed's going through it right now. Man, dude, you guys are having a day. And your house smells like crap, literally. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I guess the good news is at least the person who came to try and jumpstart uh, her car said that, uh, or she said that he didn't know what he was doing and tried to hook the um, positive oh, no. to the negative, and she had to stop him and told him to go away, and then he responded by calling her a dumb bee. Oh. Wait, and this guy worked for, like, AAA or something? Well, I guess. I, I would hope he didn't work for tri- Hold on. He works for we AAA. We got people out here working at AAA don't know how to like change a tire or hook up a car battery. She did also say that I, I'm quite certain he was on drugs. <laughs> okay, which oh. doesn't make me feel much better. Well, you might, might want to call and get a little little refund on that month. I've not I have not checked with my wife, but I assume that if you guys needed a place to stay, you could stay with us for a day or two. Oh, there you go. Jed. <laughs> yeah, there the, you go, Jed. The dog and two cats will be oh. welcomed with open arms. I'm sure. Then we have a whole basement area. You guys can have it all to yourself. Oh, perfect. Well, I'll there's a shower down there. See you at two forty-five. Just, so just so you know, Jed, he once offered Nick rent in the basement of his house for like six hundred dollars a month. No, I, I, I told him like two fifty. Six hundred dollars is that? Couldn't have been price. cheaper rent. He could have been practically staying there for free. Nick instead decided to go live with, you know, live in his fancy new apartment complex. All right, coming up next, though, whether or not the, the pressure, and I think it is, is all the way off of Patrick Mahomes and others with the new standard. Plus, we'll get to another random question of the day. Back here on 
Cody and Gold. Alex Gold, Cody Tap with you. Jed Marshall in for Nick today. We'll get to the random question today here in about 12 minutes or so. Also, continuing to keep an eye on the Washington Commanders. Ian Rapport here in the last uh, minute or so just tweeting out again that uh, the Commanders will try to close it out with potential OC Eric Bieniemy, while Matt Nagy looms as his replacement with the Chiefs. And uh, that shouldn't surprise anybody if, indeed, Eric Bieniemy does take the OC job. What about Cliff? Uh, Cliff Kingsbury? Then, uh, be quarterback? If he wants to be a quarterback coach, sure. Yeah, if he wants to be a QB coach, absolutely. Nothing wrong with that. That would be, by the way, as a QB coach, that would be no issue there. Nobody should be free. Like nobody should be upset about that. Dude, that you'd act. think Mahomes would sign on yeah. for that in a millisecond? If I'm, Cli- if, I'm Cliff, if I'm Cliff, we know he's back from Thailand now. Yeah, we do know that. But no, Matt Nagy obviously would become the OC if uh, if EB does end up taking. Honestly, it still feels like an absolute lock. Like I, I don't. I'm having a hard time envisioning a world in which it's not Matt Nagy, especially because Andy Reid, for the last three offensive coordinators, has promoted within. Right? Like, as much as we joke about the fact that Eric Bienemy shouldn't even be looking for a job, he, Doug Peterson left, he promoted Matt Nagy, then Matt Nagy left, and he promoted Eric Bienemy. It's pretty safe to assume that if Eric Bienemy left, he'd just promote Matt Nagy again because Andy likes to keep things in-house as best as he can versus go, you know, out out of there to find his next offensive coordinator. I think we know if, if the Chiefs would have lost on Sunday... The national conversation would have been about Andy Reid having only one Super Bowl win, despite the multiple appearances. Oh, yeah. It would have been about Mahomes losing his last two Super Bowls. And like, uh uh-oh, uh-oh. You know, people would have been freaking out. Instead, we sit here. He's got the two rings. Andy's got the two rings. And we're here in Kansas City talking about uh, when's he getting his third? When's he getting his fourth? At what point does any of the pressure stuff ramp back up? Because... You, you just got your second title in four years. That calms the waters, to say the least. Now, the expectations have only gotten higher because of that. Of but in terms of the, hey, you, you underachieved or you didn't do enough, is that dead now? I mean, when we talked about Sean Payton and Drew Brees, they only won one ring together for a guy that's going to be in the Hall of Fame and Drew Brees. Mike McCarthy only got the one ring in Green Bay with Aaron Rodgers. Andy's gotten two already now with Patrick. If let's say Andy retires in six years from now and some re- and Mahomes doesn't have another ring by then, so it's two rings, are, are people going to still now, because the ball keeps going higher, are they going to be viewing it as underachieving? Because I get the argument, if you only got the one ring and you say, hey, you had Mahomes for eight years and you got one ring and then you retired, I can understand the underachieving conversation. But if it's two and that's the final number for Andy with Mahomes, it, let's say they don't take care of business over the next five years, and I, I think they're going to win another ring in the next five years, but if they don't, do you think people will say Andy underachieved? So it's the pressure is supposed to be off at two. That's when the pressure was off for Peyton Manning. That's the pressure we've continued to put on Aaron Rodgers. That is in the history of the league, been the number where you just kind of let it go, right? Because then you're one of only 13 NFL quarterbacks to have ever won multiple titles. And some of those dudes are doing it in like the 50s and 60s or 70s. At a time, it was a completely different era. The modern quarterback example is just you and Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. Um, And if you're a head coach, you know, an equally small number of coaches who have won uh, two titles. But the pressure's not off. Matter of fact, I would argue that it's worse. Well, the expectations are just so That's it. That's it. It should be off. Under any other normal circumstances, it's off. I would almost always, like if Aaron Rodgers won a second, I'd be like, he's free and clear. He's free and clear forever. He got his second ring. He can be one of those guys. 
He can, you know, stay off of everyone's radar. We don't have to wonder about why he can't get back to the game or why he can't win the big game again, whatever. But Mahomes has two by the time he's 27. He has two MVPs. We've already talked about this when they won the Super Bowl. This is the single greatest start to an NFL career of all time. It's like when you do those things, nope. Two's not good enough. I, I, I know that that sounds bad <laughs> and that the pressure, but the pressure should still be on. The pressure should be on to get to four, five. I, I don't you know, like it sounds it, silly. But. I don't think it ramps back up, though, big I, time until we're, if we're sitting here, and this is the spoiled territory we're in now. But if it's. I think four, like three years. I was going to say, yeah, three to four. I was going to say four. So, yeah, I mean, I think we're on the same page in that range. Like, if it's four years from now, this, is, again, this, is, such, this is such a spoiled conversation. But yeah, like, but he'd be over but, 30. But, it's, but it, he's also viewed and graded on a different scale. He yeah. is one of the all time greats already. So. He's graded on a different scale. But if it's four years from now and we're like, oh, he's still got two. That, I guarantee you that will be a national conversation. Fair or not, that's, that's just reality. But uh, this is an unbelievable – by the way, this is a good thing. You can say, oh, I hate that you, people are already talking. It's fantastic. This is a great spot to be. And you know how, how lucky we are that we're able to have these type of conversations. Do you there, care that three are, is taking too long? There are fan bases that have never experienced it. And we all know what the – it wasn't very long ago, guys – we all know we're, we're in this city prior to the Royals winning a title in 15 where we were all, I wasn't even alive in 85, but you know, they were waiting since 85 for a championship. And now we've had three in the last eight. And obviously if we want to include sporting KC as well, they were actually the first team in the city to really kind of set the tone of, of what this, this, this kind of title town run would be sporting got it done earlier. Then it was the Royals. You just then have, it was the chiefs. Like again, it's not, it's, it's certainly unfair, Gold, because it's like, wow, that doesn't, like, what? We're already putting pressure on to get three? But before Mahomes showed up, they were a franchise that didn't really matter in this conversation. You realize that just since Mahomes showed up, they're now in top ten in franchise, in, in total Superdome wins by a franchise. They're actually tied for seventh. One more win, and they'll be tied for fifth. They, have they, will, have the fifth, the- they will have one of the top five most Super Bowl wins, but that's, the thing is, as I've told you, it's very different. I thought when Roethlisberger got a second, the heat's off. Rogers, second, heat's off. I think there's like almost, honest to God, almost any other quarterback. I would not even be entertaining these conversations. Hell, Gold, sometimes just one is enough, right? Just one is enough. And I don't even think that the heat that I'm talking about here is for Andy. If Andy goes in with two Super Bowls, he'll be fine. His legacy will not be irreparably damaged. If five <laughs> years from now he doesn't get one, he retires. He has two Super Bowls. He's one of the winningest coaches of all times. He'll mostly go down fine. Patrick is the guy that you're starting to count now. And you're like, how much longer till you get three? One, two, three years. And I think after three years, you're going to start saying, how did they rebuild so quick? And now it's and with a young team with all this talent. And now why aren't they back again? Where are they? Where's the third ring? Where's this again? I do think it will kick up way faster than you think it should. And rightfully so. And for great reasons, as you pointed out, it's not a, this is a good conversation. This sounds like we're being negative. No, 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 no. Uh, by the way, <laughs> I think he's going to get a ring in the next three years. So I don't think we're going to have to beat down the doors of this. I don't think we're gonna have to fight this conversation, but the whole conversation of normally you get your second and all the pressure in the world's off. That's normally the like, ah, relax time. Not when you're 27 with Andy Reed. <laughs> That's and here's the great thing too. Start. No, I, I think, and I, I would, I think we all view this and having the the ability to to watch and hear from Mahomes so much over the last five six years now already. If the, there, there's no concern, there is a quarterback that is still going to continue to be ultra motivated. Uh, it's Patrick Mahomes. You know, you you Correct. wonder sometimes there's complacency that can set in for athletes or anybody. Uh, that is 
not even a concern whatsoever. The makeup of Patrick Mahomes, uh, that like, that's just not who he is, right? Like he he no, easily, he's wired like the the ultra competitive. Super easily guy, yeah. motivates. Like, he's easily motivated, and it doesn't take much. He, it's, you know, as we've always talked about, they're not going to say anything in public settings about the noise that Bart Scott said the Chiefs weren't going to make the playoffs. But you damn well know he knew about that comment. He might have rewound it and watched it. They again. all know about it, and that's that goes. You know, the Cincinnati game week stuff from the AFC title game where they were pretty quiet for the most part. Uh, they they were well aware, and therefore that was something they used as motivation. Heck, we know Cody in the Super Bowl. Clearly, the offensive line felt they were disrespected heading into the game with the discussion around Philadelphia. That's also why not only did they not give him a sack, that's also why they printed the zero sack shirts because that was clearly something they took personally. They and what did it do? It led to their best moment. It led to the finest moment of the Chiefs' offensive line, the finest moment in the Chiefs' uniform for Orlando Brown Jr. All that didn't just happen by accident. I do think motivation and outside noise helps this team maybe more than I can remember helping any sports franchise. It's kind of like some teams uh, let that suffocate them and some teams use it as, as, as something to their advantage. This franchise, this this group, these coaches, all they have found a way to uh, put that all together and use it in such a power. I think a powerful way that has really helped their performance in these big time games. Go, you're going to beat us at Arrowhead in the regular season? Who gives a damn? We're going we're gonna to use that to our advantage come playoff time. It's funny that we don't put Peyton Manning in that conversation, that we just let him off with two. But I think sometimes, Gold, when you take a long time in between one and two, nobody cares anymore. It's just about getting to multiple. So you can be a part of this group. Bart Starr, Roger Staubach, Greasy, Plunkett. Plunkett's the weirdest one on there. Elway, <laughs> Roethlisberger, Mannings, plural, Aikman, Bradshaw, Montana, and Brady. Again, if he gets a third... He'll be top five all time. He'll be tied for fifth. And I think that that's when you can start being like, you've done a lot in your career. Because, and we'll be chasing four because everyone will want him to be in the, co- the conversation with Montana. And, I, you know, like, Bratch, I know he got to four. That team was so different and powerful. And in a different time when, again, I think you could just keep your team together. But it's like, no, pressure. Honestly, I don't think the pressure's off of him until he gets to four. And the problem is, <laughs> how about this? Until he gets to four, I don't think the pressure's off. And if he gets to four too quick, then it's not off for a while again. Agreed? <laughs> well, yeah. Just, like if he gets to four and he's 39, <laughs> I don't think anyone's going to be like, he's chasing seven. But if he gets to four and he's 35 gold, like if in the next eight years he gets two more and he's sitting at four, then people are going to say, if you played a 45, can you get three more? That would have been the amount of time that Tom Brady took. Those have been those final 10 years. He would have been getting those numbers. Is there is there enough time? Is it a race against the clock? It depends on how fast you get to four. He's just too good. He's too good that the pressure is never going to be off. The good news is, will it ever he affect Patrick Mahomes? Well. The saying, answer is no. He handles it so well. He uses it to his advantage. And actually, you know, I don't know if that goes back to as we've always talked about. You know, his dad being in the big leagues. And, don't know. And and being in the clubhouse and just that makeup. And you're just he can, he's a generational talent to say the least. And uh, Again, just <laughs> got to enjoy the the next decade plus of having Patrick Mahomes and hopefully, uh, you know, another five plus, if not whatever, with Andy Reid as the head coach as well. Random question. For you, Gold, for you, Jed, over in the J Southland Toast Service text line, 913-586-7610. All right, I read the entire piece at ESPN.com about Chiefsaholic. Yeah, there's a whole feature story there's on Chiefsaholic. There's today. an entire front page feature story on Chiefsaholic called A Wolf Suit. Big bets and an alleged robbery. <laughs> the mystery of a Chiefs super fam. So, 
I read the entire article, and I have one question out of the article that I think we need to dive into here, the three of us, and, of course, the text line at 913-586-7610. I felt like most of the article is stuff we already knew. I agree. Yeah. But one of the things that stood out to me in the article is currently as it sits, the police do not think he's committed other robberies. So the question I have for you today is, where the hell did he get this money? They say in the article, $58,000 in his checking account. We know that he's made tens of thousands of dollars worth of bets. We know that he's bought things worth tens of thousands of dollars. We know that he traveled to every single Chiefs game, was planning on trying to get to the Super Bowl just when he got bailed out a week ago. Where the hell do you think he uh, got his money? So that's that's my random question of the day today. So I believe it says in the article that, yeah, the local police do not believe he's committed any other robberies. But it did say that they reached out to the FBI who did not confirm or deny that they're investigating. I don't know what that means necessarily. I don't know. I'll just leave that out. There. I don't feel like there's any paper. I don't think that they know that he's committed any other robberies. So I think he'd have been charged by now. You think, not he, hard. He's you under- think he just got lucky and made a bunch of bets and hit big and was just one lucky SOB? Maybe robbed a drug dealer. I don't know, man. I don't know where he got the money. Let's make some speculations <laughs> I mean, here. it did say that the amount of money he had with him. Uh, so he, he alleged in the alleged bank robbery that he went. <laughs> I laughed because. We're all thinking he ran on foot or something. It says he, he, t- he was on a bicycle. So <laughs> he, he, he allegedly robbed a bank. Um, and rode off in a bicycle, was caught six minutes later, and they said he had, was it $150,000 in cash in the backpack, Cody? I think it's the article. Yeah. Like 150, so 150K. Got away with quite a and he's a hardworking warehouse manager, man. No, but okay. So he's the, a hardworking the, warehouse manager. The story confirms everything we thought. He hasn't, he has no evidence that he did any of that. He worked at an Amazon for eight months. An Amazon package facility. He voluntarily Voluntarily resigned. resigned. (laughs) He never went to K-State. There's no record of any of that. So everything this man has said is a lie, except one thing. He obviously has piles of cash. Do you think... where the hell did he get you, piles of cash? I want to know do, your best guesses here. 913-586-7610. Do we know... Someone if, said he sued Robert Kraft. Well, That's gonna, how he got honestly, the money. I was going to ask, like, do we know if that lawsuit... We don't. Uh, ...has concluded, right? Has, has been settled or whatever? Because is there a chance that maybe he actually had something there and do you think Robert Kraft just wrote him a fat check? I don't know. But I don't know how he has all this money. Here's the other weird part. He also was represented by a public defender, correct? Correct. He said he was broke and homeless. He finded a popper. He, fi- he filed a, a lawsuit. It's like a popper form I, or whatever I, it's called. P A U P E R. And it said that yeah, he needed he needed a public defender Correct. because he was and yes, homeless and, and had no money. Okay, and that's of course that's the great right that we have in this country of the right to representation. Yep. However, my question is, do they not check to make sure you're not lying about not having any money? I mean, honestly, I have no idea. I've never been in that position, so I don't know. Like, but <laughs> I don't know. my my, my I'm not point, a lawyer. My point is like, if he has fifty k in the bank, how can you claim you don't have any money to afford a lawyer? What do you think he did, Jed? Do you think he's a drug dealer? Do we think he robbed one? Do we think he robbed other banks and they just didn't catch him? Do we think that he got a hold of like a thousand or two thousand dollars, hit some crazy insane bets? Yep, Jody Fortune then, won. But he also posted a lot of bad bets. So it's like, I think once he got the money, he easily could have been going up and down in the money department based on the insane bets he's been making. But there had to be some seed money in here. I don't know why everything has to be so nefarious with you two. How, hey, why couldn't he just be independently wealthy? Maybe he inherited the money. Because the story, we know the, he's not. The, the ESPN story is talking about how essentially him and his mom have been living in their car for the better part of 30 years. So what's he doing his with entire childhood, his Their entire adult life. So what's he, he essentially doing? moved from place to place living in the back car. They've been kicked out of parking lots. For living in the back of their car. Where did all the money come from? Uh, text line, a lot of people a, a, a lot of people saying uh, 
OnlyFans. He got his money from posting Only wolf fans. photos. Weird wolf stuff. He did super fan porn to make his first 100K. Mm, interesting. There are a lot of people who think he's he's posting photos on several sites. Said maybe Someone him and Brett Favre partners. Someone said he's a campaign. He tried to defraud a state. If those are the options, right, let's go back to him he, dealing drugs or a, robbing more he, places. He was a campaign manager for George Santos. That one came in as well. <laughs> I kind of like that one. Kind of do. Thank you for that text. Someone says 50K would go fast in a bank robbery trial. Even if you have the money, you can still have a public defender. Sure, but like if you could afford a... Attorney, you're probably. He said the and someone on the text. I said the public defender office absolutely does not check okay. or confirm people's so financial status. So there you go. Status. I just you're right though. Where because are, if you can afford it, normally you'd want not a public defender. Yeah, yeah. But he'd like that money to make some more bets. You know. I, I think one it. of the major betting sites said that they deleted his account. FanDuel did delete his account, uh, according to the article. It also said that uh, he claims that a family member was going to cash in his tickets at. Hollywood Casino right here in town. Which were good for $90,000. $90, now, no word yet if those did get cashed. I mean, I don't think Hollywood Casino's in the hood for that. I don't think they could just, like, hold that money know. back, could I they? I don't know. I don't know how that works. If they can't prove that it was done Don't you have a connection funds, to Hollywood Casino? Let's get them on. Let's find they out. do not comment on individual uh, oh. individual people that are making it. There's, okay, not nobody, individual. Just, just hypothetically. If someone were to bet $90,000 and then hypothetically got in some legal trouble, would you cash their bet? <laughs> Doesn't have anything to do with anybody. Don't worry about that. Someone said he should be convicted of tax evasion. Yeah, dude, probably. Tax, I don't know Wesley Snipes. Someone said situation. maybe he's just a good saver. Like he's just shaking his head bank. over there. Look, it's all allegedly. We're speculating, Jed. It's okay. It's gonna be all right. Someone just said scammers be scamming. Found someone a said, way to like someone get says, people guys, money. Maybe he's just a really good saver. <laughs> just <sighs> a lot of good. He choices. did go to the Mahomes Gala and had that nice painting or whatever it was. That couldn't have been cheap. Maybe you made a lot of money in crypto or something. I don't know. Mm. I mean, I'm just, I, all I was looking for is suggestions for how he think he made. Maybe he bought into Bitcoin early and then sold I'm at the sure, right time. I don't I'm know. sure that's what happened. Yeah. Chet's mm-hmm. moving his head. Yeah. Dude, just he has tens of thousands the, of dollars. Right, but the information <laughs> being presented, I don't think that this guy is the Bitcoin yeah. genius and knew when to sell. Probably made it on NBA Top yeah. Shots. Like he probably listened to our show a couple years ago when we did the NBA Top Shot and had the pack, pack openings on this show. That's exactly how he made his money. They have said, have him on the show. He has made comments from prison said he's not, uh, he needs to be financially compensated in order to uh, tell his life story. He's going to sell his life story. I mean, I'll tell you, I'll be honest. If you told me in, in five months that there was going to be a little Netflix miniseries or docus, absolutely, of course I'm watching it. We've told, we, we've said we would love to have him call on the show, but we're, we're obviously not paying a dime to have this guy on the show. So it's probably never going to happen. What are you using the show fund for? The show think, fund is tapped out. I have the to show get more fund, money. Maybe we need to investigate Cody's finances for the <laughs> yeah, show. No fund. kidding. The show fund is what? under your. It's We're under Cody. Financial investigation it, for the, me. The show fund. We, I we, told you where I spent Cody it. Cody put the account under his name. At first, we weren't happy that it was under his name, but now I am because any tax problems are all on. You're on the hook for them. You are on the hook. Not not Nick. Not myself. Not Jed. That's all on you, man. Wow. Now you're telling the tax man to investigate me for show funds that we purchased cameras with? A couple other theories. You're linking me in with Chiefs of Holic? A couple other theories selling the baskets that Cody wanted to buy. Someone else says did porn with Cody on OnlyFans. Oh, gosh. Um, Maybe he met one of those Nigerian princes. Mm-hmm. A lot of choices. Hmm. Saul Goodman is actually the attorney representing him, so they just found some ways to make good. Do you, who's, what's more legendary, the corndog play or Chiefs of Holic? Chiefs of Holic. What are you going to remember most from this year? 
Now, well, look, no, all, the Chiefs are I will say, in all ser- on a serious note, it does mention in the ESPN article. Unfortunately, the one of the workers at the bank that was robbed really traumatized by is it. very traumatized and had a. She went back to work a few like a week or so later, and she just couldn't. She just couldn't work there anymore, unfortunately, because she was obviously terrified uh, for that traumatic traumatic event. So that that part is terrible and, and not something to joke about. Obviously, there was still somebody that was yeah. deeply affected by it. Uh, she's no longer works at that credit union down in Bixby, Oklahoma, because she just couldn't work in that atmosphere. It wasn't going to be good for her, uh, for her health. But, I still um, can't believe you even tried to get to I the mean, Super Bowl, claiming yeah, an I mean, already planned family vacation in which they would be financial. Essentially, in the thing, it's like this would be financially devastating to us if I don't go. I'm like, there's just no way that's true. <laughs> No one is financially devastated by not going on vacation. That's not how vacation so, works. Ooh, someone says, what if Chief Saholic agreed to sell your songs and, and be part of your record label? Would you partner up? Are you out? I don't think so. I don't think that's an association. What if he's your path to getting some cred? I don't think I want that association. No. Although that first video he posted has like a half a million views. The first tweet he sent he, out. Well, have you seen his Twitter account? All his socials has been deleted. Oh, wait, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All his socials has been deleted. So I don't know if his attorney advised him to do that or not. But, wait, uh, for real? Yeah, as of last night, maybe it's back up. But as of last night, they were all scrubbed. Maybe they're worried about that being, I don't know. I don't know. Did he get kicked off? Or did he delete him, we think? I don't think, tw- oh, we don't, have so this con- I don't think we have any of these conversations. Twitter usually doesn't exactly just uh, delete accounts. Especially these days, doesn't usually ban anybody <laughs> from Twitter. So Okay. Yeah. I'm just trying to figure out what's going on, that's all. Mm-hmm. It was a very interesting story. If you'd like it, it's up at ESPN. Let's be honest. The real, the real answer to your random question, real quick. Uh, he's probably just a giant scam artist. Uh, that's probably what happened. Some other hustle. Some other, yeah, like someone said, scammers be scamming, right? Found some other way. Maybe to get alleged. Money from maybe people. allegedly, some stuff fell off the back of a truck. Who knows? <laughs> stuff like that. Maybe that iPhone you have, Cody. Maybe we. Maybe you need to check where you got that iPhone. From. How good of a price you got? You know. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. You've never bought any merchandise that was questionable in nature. You never what ordered you a jersey that was off of a website that took eight weeks to get to you ever. Oh, well, that, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's happened. I purchased sure. both that and ones that fell off the back of a truck. Yeah. I should get better locks on those Jed's trucks. just shaking his head. Jed, you've never done that? The only item that I'm aware of that I purchased that was uh, hot was a pair of shoes in eighth grade. So I think the statute of limitations might be up on that. I think you're safe. I think you're, I think you're safe on that. All right, that's the random question of the day. <laughs> eighth grade. I just like the idea that the cops show up here when Jed gets off it, too. Like, we're going to need to hear more about these shoes. Up next, we'll talk more about Travis Kelsey, who's going to be on SNL. And just about every coach has filled their head coaching vacancy. So who are we going to be talking about a year from now as a slam dunk hire who's the bust? We'll figure that out next.